Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, I got to tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they are in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. They're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. This is Mike. I've got Big Ray with me here. This is season three, and it blows my mind. I can't believe we're in season three of Crap Beer Bucket List. Beyond all our great sponsors, something else we're going to introduce is we're going to give away some free stickers in every episode. Ray, can you tell us how they can get those stickers? I can. And um, it's easy. Like, seriously. Find us on Instagram, at Crap Beer Bucket List, all one word, and send us a message. Right? So the thing is, the only catch, you've got to send us a message within one week of the air date of this podcast. Don't hit us up in like 2025 asking for, you know, a Cabin Boy sticker. We're probably not going to have any then. So look at the release date of the podcast. If it's within seven days, send us a message. We'll send you some stickers just like that. Easy enough, right, Mike? Yeah, that's easy peasy. Uh, You know what else is going to be really rocking though? What's that? These beers we're about to try. Oh, snap. And Mike, let me tell you what we've got on the lineup tonight. Sure. But before I do that, Mike, do you know what's cool (laughs) about our lineup? (laughs) Is it solid? (laughs) It's so solid, Mike. We have another solid lineup. Imagine that. So tonight, Uh, you and me are going to share the S'mores Queen from Lost 40 Brewing. Okay. You've got the Temptress lined up from Lakewood. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be rocking this chocolate porter shake from Boulder. That's a good beer. That's a good beer. 
Yes, it is. I, I'm especially excited about this lineup. You know why? Tell me. <laughs> because I think all these beers are right down my alley. Um, I you know I like them dark. I like them with a bunch of good flavor. And uh, so I think I think this is going to work. Um, do you want to do the honors of uh, cracking that can first? Uh, you know I would love to, Mike. So let, let's see if I can do a good job here. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, gosh. Let's hope I don't ruin this. How did that sound? Um, I think I'm going to beat it. You ready? Yeah. It sounded pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that, you know, over. you, you think the other person always wins because they sound better over the earphones. Oh, sure. So, so I'm, I'm going to pour this in a, in a glass only because I had a, uh, one of our listeners reach out to us. Um, I think it was on Facebook actually and wanted us to comment a little bit more about what it looks like in a glass. And I know, you know, in our first season we were pouring uh, stuff in glass all the time and then we kind of got away from right. that. Yeah. So anyway, I've got, I've got a little glass here that I'm going to pour it in so I can kind of talk about the color as well. Um, so lost 40 brewing it's, it's right up the road for me now. Uh, since I've relocated, it's in little rock, Arkansas. So I can get my hands on lost 40 beer quite easily. S'mores queen is a 5.3%, uh, winter s'mores stout. And it's a seasonal offering from these folks. Um, I want you to give it a try and tell me what you think. So I've been drinking this a little bit and I got to tell you up front, it's delicious. Um, I, I still can't smell Mike. I am going on seven weeks without any smell after having COVID. So I can't add that to my review. Uh, but the, the, I'm working on picking out flavors here. Overall, it's a, it's a fantastic beer. I want to see if I can pick out individual flavors in this. So it's a, it's smooth and complex and I wanted to see what I can get out of this. So ha- have you tried yours yet? Yeah. And so talk about the, I'm going to talk about the smell, you know, man, I'm sorry. You still have the after effects of COVID. Um, the smell here to me is not very strong. Like there's a little bit of smoky, uh, smell going on. Uh, like, I don't know whether it's, it's not quite burnt or charred. It's a little bit of smokiness, but it's not gonna, it's not got a very robust smell for me. And you're going to laugh. Uh, I just pulled a, a noob. I was, held the glass up to my nose and I couldn't smell. So I tilted it a little bit and beer just went right up my nose. <laughs> oh, I'm only laughing because you know what? I've done that. I've been, I've inhaled the foam before, you know, off the head when you pour it, try to smell <laughs> yeah. it. And you're like, you're like, Oh, oh man, <laughs> I've done it. What a rookie mistake. Yeah. Hey, it's all good, man. We're human. So, you know, the, the more I, I let this sit in my mouth for a minute, uh, the, it's oddball. I've never experienced this with a beer, but the marshmallow kind of just stands out on its own. You're getting some marshmallow is, there. I am. Um, uh, of course, given what this is, it's a stout. So you're going to have some, some chocolate and coffee notes, but the marshmallow is just like, Hey buddy, I'm here. Check me out. Wow. And that's, All right. that's kind of fun. I'm getting, I'm getting some vanilla. I like that. So, you know, I, 
I said, you know, it's had a like smokiness to it, the smell. And maybe that was a little bit more of a, a roastness, not quite coffee, but maybe like a, a roasted chocolate or something like that. I don't know, but um, I'm kind of getting that flavor coming out as well. Um, so I'm still deciding on, I'm still deciding on a lot of things over here, but uh, I mean, I think it tastes great. Uh, you know, something that I comment a lot about is carbonation. I think the carbonation's uh, in the zone, so to speak. It's got a it's got a medium body. Uh, the carbonation's in the right zone. The flavor's on point. Uh, nothing for me. None of these flavors are too overpowering. Well, that's a big positive. You don't want it to be overpowering, right? Mm-mm. You, you know. Um, Man, speaking of overpowering, I know you've been doing a lot more of uh, weightlifting. Uh, how's that going? Uh, you know, actually, it's good, man. Um, I I had this wild goal, you know, to lose 40 pounds before I turned 40, uh, which was on February 6th. And we're just past that at this point. Um, I gave myself four weeks to do that, which is ridiculous. Uh, long story short, with dieting and exercise, I lost 22 pounds. So overall, I think that's still a win. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'll get to my 40 pounds. It just won't, you know, just a, a longer timeline, still a win. So, you know, uh, I, I know a few short years ago, uh, we'd go to Claremore, Oklahoma and work out and whatnot. Um, are, are you doing some, some of the more powerlifting stuff? Are you doing more of the, what kind of lifts are you doing? I, I, what I'm getting to is I want to know what kind of bench press this boy's putting up. Oh, you know, honestly, um, my trainer, has me doing really low weight on the bench press. Um, I work out with like, oh, I'm doing the numbers here, 90, 50, and 140 plus the bar. So probably around 175. Okay. And uh, so we don't do a lot of heavy lifting, but he gets me with the high reps. So okay. it's all about keeping my heart rate up, um, which is fine. So it, it I wind up so exhausted. Yeah, I'm pushing this and it takes some effort. Yeah. Um, on the bench press, but it's like, I am so done after, you know, three or four sets of 20 reps with that. It gets yeah, no heavy doubt. in a hurry. No doubt. What, well, uh, man, this bit, this beer's pretty good. Yeah. So circling back to the beer, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this quite a lot, Mike. Um, it's, it's, I can't recall a time where I've tasted marshmallow in a beer. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's a fun and different experience. So I do get some of those roasted, you know, flavors coming through. After, the more I drink it, and the more I let the beer just sit in my mouth, you know, let it wash over my tongue a bit, uh, I, I get some of that. But the marshmallow doesn't hit me up front. I have to let it sit in my mouth for a minute. So it's like not like you yeah. can just drink it and get it. You got to let it sit there. And that's something I love about craft beer and these brewers that do this stuff. They almost force you to take your time and drink it slow. So you get those little nuggets of flavor awesomeness that they put in there. Uh, no doubt. And I think this is kind of a reflection of what they're going for. So um, Lost 40, uh, again, they're at a little rock and you can find them at Lost 40 beer. Uh, 40 is being the four zero. So Lost 40 beer, but you know, one of the things they say on there is they aim to craft beers that are wild, unwavering, and uniquely Arkansas as a storied forest from which we take our name. 
So, you know, I, I think, you know, when they talk about wild and unique and all that, I, I think this kind of goes down that alley, which is kind of, uh, it's kind of fun. You know, I, I think, uh, making a s'mores beer takes a little bit of work. Um, I know I've had a couple of different ones now. Um, I, I want to say, cause I just put this up the other day. Oh, it's, uh, the, the, I was at wicked weed in Asheville, North Carolina when I had my first s'mores beer and it was so good. So good. Um, so I, I look for these beers, uh, you know, when it comes around to the cooler weather, uh, and I got to snag a couple, um, so this year I've, I've got the s'mores queen and then, uh, from lost 40. And then I snagged the shiner, uh, s'mores beer as well. So, uh, I think this one's a winner. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's unique enough, uh, in, in the flavor and the mouthfeel is, you know, right on point with the medium body and, the, uh, like I said, in the zone carbonation, um, for me, the taste, I've got a little bit more vanilla and roastiness to it. Uh, maybe a smidge on the coffee. Uh, right. and the smell and the smell again, it's got, I got some smoke character to it, but, uh, I, I like how easy drinking it is to be honest. No, I'm with you. This is incredibly smooth. It's easy to put down. And, uh, I think the lactose in this is coming out. Um, and we could, with the silkness it offers and maybe it's not lactose. I don't know what they put in it. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. So, you know, but, and at 5.3%, so you've got the easy drinking aspect of it and 5.3, it's not yeah. too over boozy. You could have a couple of these and still be all right. No, absolutely. This is for a stout. This is a very sessionable stout. Yeah. And I, I like that because sometimes it's, they're like a one and done for me. They're just so like an imperial stout. They're so heavy, you know, so alcohol, the alcohol content is high. So I'm getting it. And uh, it's like, dude, this is my nightcap beer, but this, you know, is great for like, if you're out by the campfire having s'mores, you can drink two or three of these and have room for your s'mores. And I, I think that's maybe what they're going for with this. So, um, so looking at the can art, right? Yeah. Um, so I really like, so for the folks that don't have this can or, uh, or whatnot in front of them, which you probably don't. Um, so there's a, there's a rabbit with a crown on one side of it and the rabbit's made out of like twigs and leaves. Uh, it's pretty unique and it's well done. I think as far as a rabbit goes to me, man, the rest of the can around that rabbit just seems a little busy. Um, I like the rabbit. I think there's, I think for me, I'd, I'd want this can dialed back as far as the busyness around the rabbit. Um, because this, this is a cool idea. It's a good beer. Um, and, and not that it's terrible. I mean, obviously I saw it, I picked it up and all that. Um, but I just, for me, if I was going to say there's a downfall of this beer, it's going to be the, the can art. And that isn't saying it's terrible. It's just that if I was going to be picky, I got to be picky about something. Right. No, I'm with you, man. The front of the can, you know, Lost 40 Brewing, they, they do great with consistency on their their branding. You see their logo, you know it's them, right? I like that. But there's so many words on the front of this. Like it forces <laughs> you to pick it up and read it if you care to take the time to do that. Right. And I think a lot of people don't want to pick up a beer and read the can. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is the part of our podcast where we rate the beer, Ray. I think you're right, Mike. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Have at it. All right. So I would give this beer a 7.5 out of 10. 
Okay. Uh, it's where it's a great beer. I'm enjoying it. I don't think it's one I'm going to come back to a lot. Um, just there's when I go for a stout, there's other things I look for. Um, I like this because it is sessionable, like we talked about, low uh-huh. ABV, only 5.3%. But when I drink a stout, I typically want something a little more stout. That's what I go for. I, I don't usually sure. want a stout that I, I'm after multiple drinks on. So or this is fun. You know, I would I would get these around the campfire, share with friends. I definitely recommend it uh, to other people to put on their list of beers to try before they die. It's not a bad beer, but it doesn't necessarily speak to my taste pros. Right. So but absolutely needs to be on the craft beer bucket list. Solid 7.5 out of 10. So it, I think that's, I think you're right. We're going to be right in line. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 for a lot of the same reasons. I think it's a solid beer, um, for me, uh, to, to, to climb higher than an eight, uh, there's gotta be something unique about it. You know, there's gotta be something special about it. So for me, it's going to go on the crap beer bucket list. Um, you know, because it's local and I prefer to buy local, uh, because it's local and it's accessible and all that, this is a beer I probably will come back to. Um, keep in the fridge for when folks come over and we're having a, a fire, campfire or whatnot. Um, but I, I think it, because of the taste and everything, it also kind of goes down that alley of something that can be shared by everybody. So I'm going to give it an eight. Um, so something we started uh, that I'm kind of looking forward to is we're also going to pair the, the beer with a song. Um, have you thought about what song you would pair with this beer? I have. And uh, yes, my song is going to be, Go with the flow by Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. Go with the flow. Yeah. And it really, honestly, just the word queen. Um, yeah. Instead of going to the band Queen, which is, you know, my mind went to Queens of the Stone Age. I love that song. I, th- I want to say it came out, golly, in 2001, maybe 2002. I was in my early 20s and I rocked out to it then. And I saw S'mores Queen and my brain went straight to that. How, how, does, how does the, what's the lyrics? How does it go? Oh gosh, don't hit me with that. Um I probably could have sang you the whole song until you said that. So ah, uh, I got the, the 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 melody in my head. But there's something there are these pills we swallow. How they sit in your mouth. And that's all I'm getting. That's like <laughs> all I got for that. I got you to sing on on the podcast. That's all that matters to me. Oh, I'll do it every time. I don't. I, I can't sing. People are probably have their ears bleeding right now, but I'll do it. Uh, so, so my song <laughs> is going to be related to something you said toward the end of your review. Is there's so many words on this can, you you don't know what to read, right? And I immediately right. thought of a song. Um, it's it's called Signs, and uh, and I had to look it up because I didn't know who sang it. But it's you know, sign, sign everywhere, sign. Do this, don't do yeah. that. You know that song. So it's by oh, the five-man electric band. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even heard of them. But, I mean, I've heard that song, and it's a classic. If you listen to, like, classic uh, rock on, like, uh, you know, Spotify, Pandora, or whatnot, it comes on a lot. And, it, and it's a cool, catchy song. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's called Signs, and it's uh, by the five-man electrical band. Oh, right. So, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. So you gave it a you gave it a seven and a half. I gave it an eight. You picked a Queens of the Stone Age song. I got the five man electrical band song. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is a beer that goes on our craft beer bucket list. I agree. So, Mike, we got a segue here. 
Um, we're about to take a break. We got to, you know, take care of uh, our sponsors, the folks paying the bills for this production. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, you're going to be drinking the Temptress by Lakewood. And I'm going to dive in to the Shake Chocolate Porter by Boulder Beer Company. Let's do it. So hang out, everybody. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. Biggest Ray, what are you drinking over there? Man, I am excited to crack into this can. I've had a handful of these beers, so I'm excited to have another one. I am diving in to the Shake Chocolate Porter by the Boulder Beer Company out of Boulder, Colorado. Let's hear it. Are you are you ready for this? Oh my I'm gosh, ready. here it comes. And go. That's pretty solid. You know, that was all Whoa. kind of one stroke there. Yeah. Like, wow. I heard that loud and clear. I can only imagine what it sounded like on, on your end. I got my headphones on, of course, but dude, that was that was good. Yeah, and you know, this 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 beer's a, a medal winner. So it got a silver medal at the 2015 US Open and a gold medal at the 2014 World Beer Cup. So um this one's yeah. gonna be good. I mean you know, sometimes these uh, award winners aren't as good as you'd hope, but most of the time, 99% of the time, they live up to the hype. Um, no, this is this is a rock solid beer. Um, you know, this is one I, I took a picture of, I want to say, in December of 2020 and posted a picture of on our Instagram. And I'm like, this is good enough. Like, I have to get more of these and bring this on the podcast because it was just that good. So you and I were, we were in Muskogee for something and we were just hitting up, you know, uh, you know, the brewery down there. And then we hit up a couple of liquor stores just to see what kind of craft beer was being distributed in Muskogee, Oklahoma. And where I've had plenty of beers from the Boulder Beer Company, I hadn't seen this one before. So I got some. Yeah. And it wasn't long before they were gone. I'm like, I need more of these. <laughs> And so, yeah, and because I remember we reviewed another one of their beers on the podcast, maybe in early season one. I can't quite remember um, the name of it, um, but Boulder Beer Company has been around for a while. And we talked about them quite a bit uh, in that episode. Uh, folks can yeah. find them uh, just at Boulder Beer Co. Um, but I really want to hear more about this beer. But first, I'm going to tell you, I've already opened my Temptress and I've got it poured. Oh, so I felt kind of like a oh, goober. Right. I talked about pouring the last beer into a glass so that I could talk about the color and all that. And then I didn't do it. <laughs> I, you know, and there's some forgiveness here because yeah. uh, when you were about to go into that and uh, you took a big old nose full when you were smelling it, right? <laughs> yeah. Fact. And, this and is I, fact. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that maybe, uh, you know, got you off track a little bit. So it, it's for it's a forgivable offense, Mike. We're, so I, we all do stuff like that. It's fine. Yeah, thank. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, mistakes are for uh, second place, right? 
<laughs> oh my God. Whatever, dude. It's, it's all good. Um, so I've got Temptress in front of me. Uh, Temptress is an Imperial Milk Stout from Lakewood Brewing out of Garland, Texas. Um, you know, uh, Smoke Sessions Barbecue is one of our sponsors for this season, and uh, he's in Royce City. Right. So if you know, if you want to make a trip out of this, you, you can literally go to Lakewood and get beer and then go get barbecue right after that or get barbecue and then take it to the brewery. Um, that's how close these things are. So Garland, Texas is like the Northeast area of the Dells, Fort Worth Metroplex, Royce city is a little bit more East. Um, this is a really tasty, tasty Imperial milk stout, but I want to talk to, about the color before I forget. It's got like a dark espresso color to it. Um, very light lacing on the glass that I'm using. Um, uh, it, you know, it looks, uh, it's mostly opaque. Like if you look toward the edge, you can kind of get a little bit of light coming through, but it's pretty darn dark as well. Um, man, it looks, it looks really good. This, this, this looks good in a glass. So if, if you get one of these, you need to pour it in a glass cause you'll admire it for a minute. Um, okay. Enough about that. I want you to tell me about your beer while I take a drink. Yeah, I will do that. So one of my favorite things about this beer is just how chocolatey it is. Now, of course, it's a porter. It's going to have some chocolate notes about it, right? No, this is just like, Ayo, I'm chocolate. I'm in your mouth with a beer. I'm a chocolate beer. And it's it's just like that. But, dude, it's a, it's a shake. So I believe it's got some, again, high with the lactose. And uh, it's it just has this incredibly velvety smooth mouthfeel with these punch in the tongue like um, cacao nibs or cocoa nibs, and it's just like mm. um, I mean I, I really like this. And uh, and again I want I wish I could smell this, but but I cannot. Um, but dude, there's some serious you know again dark chocolate. There's some coffee and caramel notes that really just flow through this. And uh, they even talk about this on, on the website. If you look it up, they use, you know, five different grains, including a chocolate wheat. So they just really want to punch you in the tongue with these chocolate notes. And they did a fantastic job of doing that with it, without making it just too chocolatey, right? Because you don't want to drink a beer that tastes like a Hershey chocolate bar because I wouldn't enjoy that. I mean, uh, I've had one that's close, and I'm going to disagree. I think I think it's pretty good, but we can come back to that. Yeah, sure. Like I bet it's yummy, but that's not what I'm looking for in a porter, right? I want something Fair more enough. robust. Hershey's chocolate is great, but it's you know, it's milk chocolate. It's a very light, mild chocolate. This is just like chocolate. Like, mm. remember that song <laughs> "Chocolate Rain" that YouTube hit like ten or twelve oh years my ago. God. Yes. Dude had this deep voice like chocolate rain, like chocolate just rain. big, pearly. Yeah, like just mm, like powerful chocolate. That's what this is. Hershey's is not not. I'm not dissing Hershey's. I'm not here to do that. But it's light and mild, where this is big and strong. Like, mm. so I got I got yeah. a quick uh, rabbit hole to go down. Um, go, let's go. Let's folks who've been following this podcast know that at one point I was. Uh, uh, one of three owners of a brewery in Richmond, Kentucky. Um, right. Driven Creek Brewery. Uh, when I, when I moved and I had to migrate to Arkansas, I sold my part of it, uh, 
still love those folks, uh, still wish them the best and all that. One of the beers that uh, came out of early development was a chocolate milk stout. And the name that landed upon this beer was Chocolate Rain. <laughs> oh, so so Jimmy awesome. Brewery has a beer called Chocolate Rain. So uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty funny that you brought that up. No, that's so, good stuff, man. Yeah. 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 So um, I want to talk about my – so can I can I read – what they say about temperatures, like their little um, marketing uh, flyer. Yeah, do it. it. So, you know, and I'm not going to try to do this any crazy voice like I have in the past. I'm just going to read through it. Temptress is seduction in a glass. This imperial milk stout pours with a thick, mild chocolate head, or not mild, thick milk chocolate head, opens up with sweet caramel aromas and a warm complexity that grows deeper with every sip. We love it, and the fans agree. It's the number one craft stout brewed in Texas. So, and, and I've got to, I've got to say that the, I didn't get the head on the beer. So when I poured it, I didn't get much of a head. However, um, it is thick and it's dark. And when you smell it, you can smell that chocolateiness and the caramel coming up. Um, almost, almost like a, Oh, what's that? Um, Nutella. It almost smells like, I can't kind of think of Nutella for some reason. It almost smells a little bit like Nutella. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, wh- which is fine. Uh, uh, what's it? Is it hazelnut? Hazelnut spread. Right. It's the, That's so correct, we'll, we'll yeah. use it because this isn't like an endorsement of Nutella. It smells like hazelnut spread or hazelnut butter. I don't know what you call that. Is it called hazelnut spread or hazelnut butter? I believe it's a hazelnut spread. Spread. Okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I get that out of it. Uh, and I think that comes comes on just, you know, just right. Um, as far as taste goes, you know, it's, this has got some cinnamon and spice coming through. So in a, in a you've had the bomb from Prairie Artisan Hills, right? Oh, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's in that realm of flavors, I would say like not, I'm not saying they're the same. I'm saying that like they're, they're, they're related, you know what I'm saying? As far as like flavor goes, um, it right, doesn't right. have any, it doesn't have any pepper like the to me as far as like, like the, the Prairie bomb does, but it does have that like, uh, almost, almost, um, like it's got that winter beer spice or maybe, um, Oh, what's the stuff you pay for cough when you need to go to bed and you take it for a cough. Oh crap. I can't find my words. NyQuil. NyQuil. Thank you. It almost had, you know how like NyQuil has that little bit of a, a spicy kick to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like the cherry spice. It almost has that, right. I, and that's the. I, I don't know how to quite to describe it, because um, okay. this is a this has got a lot of complex things going on with it with my taste bros. Um. Uh. But anyway, it's it. Yeah. So let me have some more. Drink some more, Mike. So I'll be honest. It didn't take long for me to shotgun this uh, shake chocolate porter from Boulder Beer Company. Um, I, I like it, dude. I like it a lot. It doesn't last long. And for, you know, and this is a fairly light porter. It's only 5.9% ABV, uh, super easy to drink, only 39 IBUs. So low on the bitters, which, which of course you expect for a porter, but man, it just goes down smooth. It is so velvety smooth, not hard to drink in contrast to the last beer that we just had, 
I kind of am okay with the 5.9% on this because it is so chocolatey. It is so velvety. It makes me want to drink it more. Yeah. So usually I'm not a fan of that on the porters and the stouts, but in this case, the other stuff is so good. I'm okay with the low ABV. Yeah. I hope that doesn't make me a hypocrite, but I call him as I see him, dude. That's, that's just me. I mean, it's a, it's, it's your review. You, you say what you want to say. What, uh, I, mean, what kind I, of do. Rating I just don't want to be it? a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I would give this one an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Rock yeah. solid. Um, it's obvious to me why it's an award-winning beer. It's good, right? I don't know how else to say that. Uh, it feels great. It goes down incredibly smooth. It makes me happy on the inside. And I like all of those things. Yeah. Um, so while you're thinking about what song you're going to pair with it, um, I'm going to say my review of the temptress by Lakewood is going to be, I'm going to give this a 8.5 out of 10 as well. So I think, you know, uh, for different reasons, it's going to score pretty high for me. The thing I like about this beer. So, uh, liquid brewing, it's just at liquid brewing. Um, if you want to go find them and check it out, um, in Garland, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Um, the thing I like about it is the the spiciness I was talking about. So, you know, when I, when I drink it, I'm getting some of that vanilla it talks about. I'm getting some of this sugariness, so it's a little bit sweet. It's definitely smooth with that lactose, um, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. Uh, like I said, uh, it, it's getting toward uh, reminding me of the Prairie Bomb a little bit, and and, and that's a great thing. That, that beer is, is a fantastic beer that we can talk about some other time. Um, I like this. Uh, the mouthfeel is, uh, it's the, the body is, uh, getting toward a little bit heavier body. Um, and the carbonations, uh, a little bit dialed back compared to most beers and that combined with the lactose makes this a smooth drinking beer, man. Smooth. Um, mm. I do think this is a sipping beer, uh, because it's a little bit boozier and a lot of flavors are, um, it, the complexity of the flavors and all that, I think you need to sip on it. And also, uh, I'm enjoying it. I, you know, I've taken a number of drinks now. Um, as it warms up in my glass, I'm getting some more different, some more and more complex and different flavors. And I think that's pretty cool. Oh, too. I love that. So I love it when um, a beer can do that as it warms up. Yeah. It's like, Oh, not trying to cut you off, man, but that's like such a huge oh. win. Yeah. When you get that, that's awesome. So, uh, I think this is a great, so I'll say this, this is a great beer. I think it's a, another step in the right direction for it is I think it, you know, I know they do a lot of variants of it. Um, so like they do the French quarter temptress and some other stuff. Um, so I think it's a good, it's so good that you can uh, have it as a base beer to do some good variants and they've done that and with good success. So, you know, I'm going to say this is overall, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I think it's really good. This is something I would definitely want to get more more of. It's not something I could drink a lot of all in one sitting because it's so stout and the flavor is so complex. Right on. So uh, before we forget, Mike, I mean, you, I believe you got yours in a long neck, right? Yeah, it's in yeah, it's in a bottle. Um, so and I'll tell, tell us what, about the the artwork. Yeah, that. so that, that's exactly what I'm bring up. Thank you. So I think this is probably you know we talk a lot about the artwork or the can art or whatever. This has got to be one of the better ones for me. Um, 
what I like about it is it's very simple and it's, it's very, um, it draws your eye in and it's very to the point, but also lets you know immediately what you're looking at. So it's, it's got a lady, you know, remember those, like the, the uh, silhouette of the ladies on the mud flaps of the big truckers, the big trucks. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. Remember those. So it's kind of sure. got that kind of feel to it. So it's just a silhouette of a lady holding uh, a glass um, and, you know, looks like she doesn't have any clothes on, but it's a silhouette. So you don't know, um, but she's wearing high heels and, you know, it just, it's very um, provocative. She looks, yeah. Provocative. She looks like a temptress. Um, yeah. So you know exactly what you're getting into. Uh, it's, you know, overall the, the bottle is well-designed. Um, you go to one side, it talks about what glass and what temperature to serve it at. And then uh, you go to the other one, it's going to tell you about uh, the beer and uh, what it pairs well with. So they talked about it pairs well with blue cheese, dark chocolate and sin. <laughs> so yeah, no, they did. This, oh this, yeah. This artwork on this <laughs> bottle is done really well. Um, and I've seen a couple of other, other things as well. Um, and um, I've got another beer of theirs. I'm going to be reviewing and posting on our Instagram, I believe. Um, but this one's really, this one's really well done. Uh, I like the art on this. Uh, I think it's on point. What about yours? Tell us about the uh, can art. I, I will do that, but I, I've got to circle back to the, the oh, artwork yeah. on this Tempters sure. bottle. I, I tell you, I, I love the color palette they used on this. Oh, it yeah. reminds me of like a uh, like a nice steakhouse, you know, that you'd go to back in the day that had like a, a basement in it, um, like just a swanky spot where you have to dress up to get inside. And it just had like the, these dark colors and you'd go downstairs and you'd have some bourbon or some scotch. You'd smoke a nice cigar and just hang out after a solid meal. The colors yeah. on this bottle remind me of that experience and I love it. Kind of like a, kind of like a speakeasy type experience too, right? Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, now that I got that off my chest, I, I do, sure. I got to tell you, I love the, the can art here. I love this can so much. Um, one, the whole can, it, including the top, is black, right? Yeah. The, the base Pretty of the slick. can, of course, is still aluminum, but the top of the can, you know, the, the pull top tab, all black. And that, that contrast works so well with the simple color palette they used uh, the browns, the reds, and, uh, you know, the, the gold for the Boulder Beer Company, their logo. It all just works with this blacked out can. Uh, it's got like a dance party over here. Um, there's a lady on the far left side wearing a, a set of earrings that are clearly uh, some hops. There's a dude leaning on the jukebox all dressed up with a cowboy hat. There's some people on the dance floor shaking it. And boom, right in the middle, it just says shake chocolate porter and has a chocolate shake just right there. Um, I love it. You know exactly what you're getting into. The color palette matches the flavors. And it's just all-encompassing. And it just speaks to why Boulder Beer is so awesome. They they just do a great job. That's why, you know, uh, they've been enjoyed since 1979. And they're rocking it several decades later. They just do it right. You know, and, I, and I've seen that can uh, a couple of different times um, as we've been looking up uh, different stuff about the different beers and whatnot. And that black aspect of that top is so dang cool, dude. It's just, I don't it know is. how else to describe it. It's so dang cool. Yeah, man. No, it's sick. I, I enjoy it. All right. So, so now comes the time. You got to pick a song to go with your beer. Oh, I've got one, bro. 
Yeah, tell me what song you're going to pick. Um, Dude, we're going back to disco with this, man. I'm doing okay. Shake, 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 Shake Your Booty by Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> it fits uh, all the way around. to the, Even the can art, bro. The people are out there. They're shaking their booty. They're having a good time. And they're probably doing it disco style. All right. All right. Like, I can totally see that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, I, you know, it's funny that yours is called Shake Your Booty. Because, uh, so mine's going to kind of also fall in a little bit of the same vein is soon i've got the lakewood temptress here uh, it's dark it's delicious and it's provocative and this uh, automatically popped in my head is tina turner's private dancer oh um, yeah and i don't care who you are tina turner's got it going on um, yeah i no remember doubt. when i was younger i thought she was hot for you know and even now she's she's definitely aged right but she's got it. And I, I, I sit here and I'm looking at pictures of her and um, I, I'm going to stop. She looks good. But beyond that, that private dancer song, I remember when I heard it uh, and, and we won't go into the, too many different stories here because you, you get different memories with different songs and whatnot. But I think it works here because private dancer is a little bit provocative. This beer is a little bit provocative. Sure. I like it. I think yeah. it's a good pair. There you um, go. So what would you rate ahead. this beer though, Mike? All right, I gave it an eight point five. Eight point five, yeah, easy. You know, what? yeah. Sorry, but no, you're right. So before I want to, I want to give an overview of the beers. But something we that you mentioned was uh, a beer that tasted like a Hershey's chocolate bar. Yeah, tell me uh, about that. So, uh, and I, we'll have to get it on here sometime. I've had it a while back. Um, I had a friend uh, named Trent uh, that uh, recommended me. Uh, the Sam Smith organic chocolate stout. And I'm telling you, it's, it's really good. Um, and we'll, we'll get it on here at some point. Uh, but just, you know, for folks out there, if you've got that kind of, uh, interest, um, the organic chocolate stout by Sam Smith is going to be, uh, probably down your alley. So let's, uh, let's review our beers. Shall we? No, uh, no, let's I not. have a let's one just... question quiz for you. <sighs> okay. Let's do it. Let, I'm right, going there, see. Mike. Yeah, let's do it. So the song, Shake, 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 shake your booty holds the record for being the only number one song title with the word repeated more than three times in it. The chorus consists of the title expression with the word shake. How many times? Thirteen. No. Okay. I'm the answer is eight. The oh. answer is eight. Oh man, I was way overshooted. I just okay. Yeah. Shake, shake, shake your booty. Da 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 da. Okay. All right. Well, so the the it's the yeah. eight. All right. Eight. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's like that's that's a crazy record to have just for saying the word shake. Shake. You know. Yeah. But dude, it uh, works. It works out so well. So sure. well. Yeah. So um no more no more quizzes. No, I'm done. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up and review our beers. <laughs> Let's do it. Do that. So, so the S'mores Queen by Lost 40 Brewing, uh, you and I both had that. We shared that beer tonight. Um, you gave it a seven and a half. I gave it an eight. So, I mean, that's a 7.75 overall. Um, Boom. We both enjoyed the beer. We both got a couple of different things out of it. Uh, you talked about marshmallow, um, you know, and whatnot, which is right down the alley they're supposed to go. I think this is a great beer. Um, something I'll, I'll come back to as well. 
Um, as far as the songs that went with that, you picked uh, Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, I picked Signs by the Five Man Electrical Band. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, and then uh, after the break, you picked up and cracked open a can of Shake Chocolate Porter from the Boulder Beer Company. You gave it an 8.5, had a lot of great things to say about it. It had a cool uh, can art. Um, and you said you would listen to Shake Your Booty by Casey and the Sunshine Band, which is which we found out holds a world record, a Guinness Book World Records. Um, and to, then to uh, wrap it all up, I had the Lakewood Brewing Temptress. Lakewood's out of Garland, Texas. Uh, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, I thought it was really nice. Uh, it is really stout beer. I'm only halfway through it, and um, my taste buds are going, yeah. Um, anyway, and then I, I said I would be, uh, I think the good song to pair with this would be Tina Turner's Private Dancer. So it's three, as you said at the very beginning of the podcast, a solid lineup. We had three up, three down. Um, all these could go on a craft beer bucket list. All these should be beers you try before you die, right? No, absolutely right. So... Yeah, so that's all I got, man. Uh, we, we'll we'll put them up and we'll knock them down and we'll try them again some other point. All right, so this is the time of the podcast where I say thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us review some amazing craft beers from all over the U.S. But before I go any further, if you're listening to us, whether you're hearing us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and hit the little notification button so you are made aware Every time we post a new podcast, which is every Tuesday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. So just be aware of that, please. Thank and, and thank you so much. While you're at it, follow all of these breweries on their social medias. We have all that information in the show notes. Be sure to check those out. Show them some love. Give them some likes. Give them some shares. Type them a message. You know, we're still in a pandemic. Everybody's still struggling to stay afloat. Support local. Drink local. Do what you can, even if you're in another time zone. Reach out to these guys. Let them know you care. They, they love it. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram is our, is our jam. Definitely, but also Facebook and Twitter are super relevant. But Instagram is where we spend a lot of our time. Find us at Craft Beer Bucket List. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Tag us in your beer photos. I want to know what you guys are drinking. And I got to tell you, I love the social engagement. Um, I love it when you guys comment us on it uh, or comment on our stuff. When you tag us in your posts, Mike and I are both super responsive and we absolutely love that. Thank you so much, guys. So we're going to wrap it up here. As always, guys, please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink and support local. And we will catch you guys on another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. See y'all. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.